Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Dynasty, the podcast. I just want to start off by saying I appreciate all that are listening, whatever time, wherever place you are. I'm grateful for you tuning in. Um, today we're gonna go, we're gonna talk um heavy NBA um playoff preview um top players of the year um give out the, my awards to who I think should win and we're just gonna go and we're gonna talk about um some series some TV show series that I um tuned into over the last weekend and week. And just give y'all a rundown on what I think of them and how interesting I think they are. And that's pretty much it. You know, I might give my opinion on some of the stuff that, you know, some news, but it all depends on how I feel. But it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a longer episode. So yeah, let's get right into it. Um we're gonna just start off by going with the picks for tonight, who I think's gonna win the playing tournament as far as the NBA goes. Um I got Brooklyn beating Cleveland. But I think um, if Jerry Allen does play tonight, it's going to be a tougher game than they, they than most quote unquote experts think. Uh, I think he's a big piece in their um, puzzle as far as their team, and I and I like the way their guards have been playing. I like the way actually I like the way Kevin Love has actually been playing. He got championship pedigree, and I just think they got they're gonna um, it's going to be a tough game. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think. Um, it's Ben Simmons playing. I don't think so. So I don't know. Like it's just, it's Katie and um and Kyrie. So and and I think Cleveland got a solid team. <clears throat> but Brooklyn, I'll pick them if I had to bet. Um, the next game, the second game, I got the Clippers beating Minnesota. I think um Paul George returning to the Clippers. I love the way Reggie Jackson has played all year. Terrence Smith's been decent the last two years as far as his his. Uh, his where he's playing at, like he's 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 going up in the upper echelon type of players. Um, he's a starter now, I think. So, um, yeah, I, I like the way Terrence Smith is playing, and also um, the um, give my I think Minnesota. I think they got, I think Carl Anthony Towns actually the best player on both teams, but D'Angelo Russell has played. He's been hurt, and he also has been very inconsistent. Along with Edwards, has been inconsistent. And them guys, if they don't play their A game, I don't think they have a chance. Um, but, I, you know, Pat Bell is a tough defender, tough mental, and I know he would love to beat them, the Clippers. So, you know, you know it's going to be a good game. I, I, I can't wait to see what happens tonight. Um, for Wednesday's game, it's um, the first game will be Charlotte versus the Hawks. I got Charlotte beating the Hawks. But if you really to be like, I just think I like Charlotte's team better. I just like their youth. I like their their trajectory as a team overall. But the Hawks did go to the Eastern Conference Finals, I believe it was last year. And I just think, you know, you never know. That team got hot last year, and I think they know how to they They experienced winning. So we're going to see what happens. Um, but I got the, I definitely got Charlotte beating the Hawks. Um, San Antonio over New Orleans is for the last or the second game tomorrow. Um, I think they're going to be. I just think Greg Popovich is being top top five coach ever in the history of the game. Um, they, I think their guard play is probably a little bit more like it's a little old school, but it's just more like playoff ready type. So, and their defense is always pretty on par. And known for having, you know, especially when playoff time comes, I think Greg Popovich be having the guys ready for that. And New Orleans is just a young team, but I like Brandon Ingram. I think he's just he's a stud. So we're gonna see. 
Um, yeah, I think yeah, Santon is definitely a favorite in my eyes. That's pretty much it. I I go into like the put picks for like when the, the full playoff start. We're gonna go seven game series. We're gonna do a lot. Um, this is basically like season two of the podcast because you know it's it's, it's playoff um playoff basketball. Um, yeah, and I think baseball started. I wanted to switch it up more, um, a little bit on sports heavy. It's going to be sports heavy, but music and, and other stuff that I'm working on, just not, you know, talking about it. I'll just throw it in when it's like ready to like be done, you know? So yeah, pretty much it, man. It's going to be night. It's going to be a, a great summer. Let's put it like that. It's going to be a great summer. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be Florida's go-to podcast in my eyes so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun um what i gotta say about now i'm gonna go into like who were the top players as far as guards forwards and centers in the nba this year and i'm gonna do like my top 10 then i'm gonna give y'all like a few guys that should be mentioned a few guys that you know probably might have been injured a lot or something like that but we're just gonna give y'all the top guys in the league and you know i'm not gonna give you who who's the top who 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 won the awards this year? Um, we're gonna start with the guards. Um, we'll try to keep it in my order. I know people gonna have different opinions and stuff like that, so what I'm gonna give you my order. Um, far as guards, I know Kyrie missed a lot this year playing. Um, being not being able with the um not having taken the, the vaccination shot, whatever it was, that was hampering him from playing early in the year, but um. Yeah, I, I think Kyrie overall is the top guard still, like, in my eyes. If you had to start picking a player, they would probably start with Kyrie because he could, he could do it all. And he has um, championship pedigree, and he, he's won a chip already. Um, my second guy who's second on my list, I would say it would be Ja Morant. I think Ja has – I think Ja has really put himself skill-wise – at the top. I just remember when like Derrick Rose came in and everybody was like Derrick Rose the best guard. And he was I think he was like the first combo guard type. Like not not like I obviously probably was the combo guard, but it wasn't separated. It wasn't on um, combined like it is today. So I think his ability to score finish, his ability to lead off the floor. He he missed 22 games this year and the the team won 20 they went 20 and 2. And that showed me that he did a lot of work in the offseason. He's a player-type coach. He has his guys thinking like him. And a lot of them guys improved. It could have been like three players on their team that won most improved player probably. If you really broke it down and looked at the fact that he missed a lot and a lot of them guys stepped up and they, they divvied out the um the um the workload when he was gone. And a lot of them guys didn't get like the, you know they weren't getting all right, but it, they stepped up. So that team is number two in the in the um, Western Conference, and they're gonna be a tough. They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough to beat in the playoffs. I think. I think they really are. They've been in the playoffs the last few years. They be coming. They you know they ready. I think I think it's gonna be a um, great playoff for, playoffs for them. So we're gonna all see what happens. Um, my third guy is Devin Booker. He could easily be. The number one, somebody's eye, some people's eyes, the fact that he's been consistent as far as being an all-star, as far as him, now he's the number one. He's he 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 could easily um be in on MVP conversation. Um, 
CP3 missed a lot of the games, a lot of games this year, and they still went. Devin Booker had the guy still being number one seed in Western Conference. So a lot of people might think Devin Booker has ascended to a certain position in this league. But I still, I put him three. Um, he still got to, you know, I, I like to, you know, playoffs and um, winning championships and all that stuff. It's like it's like level. So he still got to you know, go, go over that hump. And we're going to see what he does this year with the number one seed and have Phoenix ready. I, I love Phoenix as a team, though. I love all the guys on that team. So it's it's a tough team. A lot of the guys, it's, it's a lot of, like, if I break down the players, top 15 each position, a lot of players from the Suns and, like, most improved, like, these guys are all mentioned far as whole team thing. Like, Phoenix Suns have a great team. so And they have the best coach in the league right now. Um he got to prove himself as the champion, but he's the excellent O's player type coach. Phoenix Suns have the best coach, period. Um, my number four guy is Steph. I put Steph Curry as number four. Um, he's, his 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 um resume speaks for itself to me. Like he can't not be in the top five. I don't care if he have an off. If people thought he had an off shooting year, they still the number what three? What do? I think they were number three seed, I think. They ended up three or four. I didn't check the, check the day, but, you know, they three or four. Um, No, they just, you know, they're just a consistent organization, and he's he's been the main reason that he, he's a true champion. Um, Yeah, pretty much, you know, stuff. Stuff is stuff. My number five guard is James Harden, I think. James Harden, to me, has the most to improve on this list. He easily, in my eyes, could not even be in his top ten. But I'm just going off the strength that his resume, you know, what he's accomplished in this league, what he's done this year. He's not been terrible, but his numbers have fallen off. And he, um, and you know, he, he to me, he, if I'm critiquing him, I think he's been lazy like the last three or four years. Easily, he doesn't look like he's been like that James Harden and like when he first went to Houston type like he you know what I'm saying like when he left he, when he left OKC went to Houston and he was dominating the league like in the first two years over there type stuff and I don't see I haven't seen it like I don't know I think it's cuz he his peers he look at his him and his peers he's better than his peers that's how he look at it in his eyes like when he was in Brooklyn he looked at he looked, he probably thought, like, you know, he looked at KD and Kyrie. He's like, oh, I think I'm better than Kyrie, probably. That's his, this is in his head. This is in his head, probably. And he said, I play with KD, and I've grown so much. I'm on their level now. So these guys, I don't have to answer to them. And if they have something to say to me, they can't. You know what I'm saying? Nobody could check him. That's how he felt. And I don't think he going he gonna, he gonna to come into a rude awakening being the fact that he's over there in Philly. Because, like, I know he's cool with the owner and the GM and their best friend, and they hang out and do yacht parties and shit in Philly. Whatever the fuck they think they be doing, you know, that doesn't happen for basketball, and he's over there having a great time. Joel and B don't play that shit, and Doc Rivers don't play that shit. So you got your number one A, A or one A or one B guy, and you got your head coach that's not on that on that type of time that you think you, you know, coming over there. And he, I feel like he, as soon as the first week was over and the, and the happy-go-lucky shit went down the drain, everybody got the business. He was like, I still want to party. And, then, you know, his numbers fell off a little bit. But, you know, when I talk about Joel, I'll give y'all my rundown when I pick my top guy. But Joel's had a great year. 
He's the true leader of Philly. He's the, I don't think James is the the leader of that team. It's still it's the big man's team. So James got to get with the program, and he gonna be off this list by next year if he flunk out in the playoffs because it's Philly should Philly should. If you look at it, he left the team. Thought you know I think Philly should think they're the number one team. Like they should think they're gonna win the whole thing. And he got to have that mentality. I don't want no excuses from him no more. He he done ran to different teams and gave out a million excuses of why he should, he hasn't won. So I don't want to hear that no more from him. He he got to prove himself this year. My number six guard is um, CP3. Just off his resume, just based off the fact that he's healthy going into the playoffs. And he still let the league in assists, I believe. If he's not one, he's, he's two maybe. But he was number one when I checked last time. So you got to get that respect where respect is. They got the number one seed. They're the number one seed in the Western Conference. They was they've improved every year since he's been there. Even when he got traded into the um that bubble year, they got in the playoffs and stuff like that. He he, it's been uphill for these guys, and they all have matured. The young players have matured. Uh, Aiden and, and and Booker to me have came into their own and their top top player, top ten in each top five. Yeah, top five in, in their position, I think. I think Aiton's up there top five as a center. I, I'm really high on him. I've been high on him since he got drafted. He's a, he's a technician. He's a great defender. Um, we'll talk more about him when we get to him, though. But yeah, CP3, number six. Um, at number seven, I got DeJounte Murray from the San Antonio Spurs. I think he's improved every year consistently. He's 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 been coached up by one of the greatest coaches ever. Um, he's proven to... Make he's proven to um make his point guard be Hall of Fame type players or super um you know, like he hasn't he's always made his point guards tough and just generals of the floor like ever since he's been coaching that's what Pop does he he know how to find point guards and he know how to coach point guards and like I said the Jantes have 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 um has increased his um ability his playing every year in the league and this has been his best season so far so yeah um at number eight i got Lamelo. um this guy right here i'm very high on i think next year he either could be in my top five and if i had to stop he'll be one of the top guards that i pick i might you know he he bought one or two if i had to start my team like to stop not just like the accolades or da 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 da. I think Lamelo will be somebody I pick for the long haul. Um, you got like Jaw or maybe Devin, but I, that I might pick over him if I, they were available. But I, I I'm high on Lamelo. Like his stock is cruising by day by the day. So yeah, for sure. Um, Trey Young is my number nine guy. I'm not. I'm not as big on Trey like a lot of somebody, some other people might be um, because I think he's defense. He just – he he don't give me no fear when it comes to defense. Like, he don't play the lanes well to me. Um, he might get – you know, some games he might get high and get, like, you know, in the floor of just, like, running and gunning and stepping in. But he don't do it consistent enough for me to be like, oh, he going to be a threat in the future, like, He's a scorer. He's a, he's a scorer, and you know he could get a playmaker. He could get to the hole, get to get fifteen assists on game. You know he he could pull that off, but he he doesn't. He lacks in defense, and it's it's, it's very glaring. Like yeah, it's very glaring. 
Um, my number 10, I got Donovan Mitchell and Shea Gilgers Alexander tied with 10. I think that's a toss-up. I, I, if I had to pick, I might pick Shea over. I will pick Shea over Donovan. But a lot of people might think Donovan might deserve to be higher on this list of guards overall. Just, you know, just because, like, overall pick. I'm just talking about what I see. I think Donovan Mitchell, it's not that he doesn't have great stats. It's just in big moments, he, he, he tends to fade away. He doesn't be in the, um, I don't see him being, it's something missing in there. That's why I just feel like something missing. And I think Shea got that clutch gene. Shea reminds me a lot of like Kobe's game. Like he, he not as like tenacious to me as Kobe, but he, he is silent killer. Like he don't speak. He not like Kobe. I can't say that because that's a big, big like shoes to fill. But his game is very. He give me he give me the Kobe vibes when it comes to that. Give me the ball type moments and we down big or you know just like he gotta do it. He he give me that attitude. He can he can turn that switch on. So um, I I got I got I'm very high on him. I think he could be higher on this list, but he was hurt this year. Um, the team wasn't that good. And you know how that go. I can't, I can't really reward people that's not winning. They might have the stats, but you gotta win in this in this league. And I'm not finna give nobody a, 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 I can't give them too much of a. Say, oh yeah, he's the great, he's great top. Five. I can't say that, but he's uh, he's coming, he's coming. I, I like him a lot. Um, now these guys right here that I'm about to mention are like honorable mentions. Like that was my top ten. But these guys I'm mentioning, they top, they in the top of the league. They can easily be in this top ten if somebody, you know, oh no, what what about this or my favorite team? This guy been dominating all year, you know. I I can see that, so I'm gonna mention him. Um, well, first guy I'm gonna mention is Reggie Jackson. Is guard one of the guard? I think he's he's one of my. He always been cold. Like I see Reggie Jackson is like he get you know he were, I would say like like a, a six man, a true six man, like. When Six Man was created, that's what Reggie Jackson is. Like, he could be a starter, a star starter. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think he he ain't, he ain't been coming off the bench, but he, he was coming off the bench a lot of his career. And half of his career, I can't say all of it, but, he, you know, he should. You know how the league is. They got their favorites. They got who they can, who they can promote. I think he don't, he don't, he not a, he not the one that's going to be showboating. He just going to, you know, get the knife and put it in you. That like that's Reggie Jackson. He's straightforward. He, he a guard working, plays defense. He tough. He pretty. He got good length, good size on him. Um, yeah, I'm 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 a Reggie Jackson fan for sure. And I'm and you know, um, the next guard I want to mention is Darius Garland. I think he's had a hell of a year. I think he's you know he made it to the All Star. He's finished off. He got the guys in the playing game. It was a lot of injuries down the stretch, and he still got them guys in. So he kept it together, and I think, they, like I said, they got a shot to win. And if they get Jackson, if they get um Jackson back today, and uh, and and Mobley has a big game, and they they just start hitting on out, they hit the outside shots tonight. Kevin Love have a big game, have a throwback type game. They could easily beat Brooklyn, cause Brooklyn is very star driven team. Like they gonna need KD and Kyrie to give them forty and. 35 each or, you know, somewhere around that 80, 80 points or 70, 80 points tonight. tonight. They're going to need that because they got to – I think Cleveland has a great, a good team, and they play defense. And they coach – I don't even think – like coaching, I don't even know who he is, but 
You know, so it's gonna be interesting to see. When we get seeing, like I said, Garland has had a great year. Um, the next guy I'm gonna mention is on um, Drew Holiday. He's just been consistent these last five years and just putting a stretch of just being the top a top guard defensively. But he's also had to battle injuries the last few years to make him this stats and you know He's played with Giannis and, you know, got Middleton on the team as well. So, you know, Drew gets overlooked. But everybody in the league knows that he's he's a top guard. So, I'm going to give him respect and at least mention him. As he, you know, like a lot of people might easily, especially the people playing, going to put him in the top ten probably. And, yeah, so, yeah, he got to get mentioned. But he's not one of my favorites. He lets – he, 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 I respect him. I respect his game. I, I'm a, I love defensive players, but I, I like other guys more. I think other guys are a little bit more upside and just being, you know, dominant of this dominant in this offensive driven league. Um, the next guy I'm going to mention is I, I think he's coming and he got a lot to really like show off and prove people. Um, is Desmond Bain? I think he's the, like from last year to this year, he could easily win most improved too. Because I don't think he got mentioned. He, he might have got mentioned last year, but nah, he's he, he been turning it up the last month of the season. I like the way he helped carry the team. It kept them winning and, and having strong, like, just dominating teams. Um, Memphis is actually probably one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs. So it's going to be – and he one of the hottest players. Like, he had a stretch, like, I don't think it was last week. Maybe two – a week a week and a half ago, he, he had – like three or four 30 point games and I just so it showed me that he's he's ready for the um playoff time and he can actually like carry the load if they're down a player and you know step up and he he, he showed he's one of them guys that showed me that on uh, the next guy I'm going to mention he's a rookie he probably he had a chance to win um the office um he had a chance to win rookie of the year but he got traded you know I know how the league works I know how this these writers or experts whatever they want to call this over they gonna mark him off for that and you know so and i i think it was other players that deserve it better because their teams are winning but um Ty, tyrese halliburton i think he's had a great year is he's a great mention i don't want to be like oh i gotta make sure i mention people like next year coming in next year these guys are going to be all studs that i mentioned and i can guarantee it like if they in the right position, they're gonna be studs, or they they don't get injured and stuff like that. All these guys I mentioned are gonna be star players in the league next year. In my, they got a chance to be all stars at least next year. Um, the next guy that I'm like, like I'm gonna start making shirts. I'm gonna make it free De'Aaron Fox shirts. <laughs> but for real, like I think this guy just, I love I loved him coming out of college, but I have I've barely watched any of his foot like I watch a lot of highlights because I don't watch Sacramento games. I'm not in California or that area of Cal I'm not there. But I think De'Aaron Fox is 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 a is a very skilled player. But he's always gonna get overlooked being in that place where he's being in where he's playing at. And the fact that 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 um management there don't care about winning. Like I can honestly say that they literally traded away the rookie of the year. It looked like they were gonna win. Like the Kings, like they were turning it around, and they literally traded the guy away and blew the the roster up. Like I'm like, he just how you just drop somebody and just trade him away. Like and he's he's on the verge of winning rookie of the year. I didn't understand that. 
I don't think they did. That wasn't smart. They could have. They could have. They could have actually flipped it. They could have let De'Aaron Fox go. Cause I don't think they. I don't know if they thought they were going to win when they traded to get a, a more of a veteran type player. But they have a sorry ass team, and they got sorry. They got sorry management. They probably got. Sorry, I don't know the coaches, but they got sorry coaches too. They had a sorry coach when all oh, Luke was there, and I'm a Lakers fan, so I ain't no Luke Walton hater, but he's just not that good. But. Um, yeah, for sure. De'Aaron Fox, free De'Aaron Fox, man. Lakers need you. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's it for the guards. Um, That's my list. I know people, you know, might think somebody's better, but I'm pretty sure my list solid as fuck. And, yeah, come at me. <laughs> um, Yeah, the next I'm going to go talk about is the guard. I mean, the forwards. Uh, like I said, every, everybody's opinion might be different from mine, but I'm just going to give you the reason why I picked these players. Um, starting with the number one number one player. Oh, and sorry, I didn't um, mention. Nah, Middleton might be. Middleton could be Chris Middleton. Yeah, he's, he's in my fours. He's in my fours. But the number one four, I would have to say, is Kevin Durant. Um, I think KD, he like him and LeBron always tossed up, and KD got his team to the playoffs, and LeBron didn't. So, um, LeBron, you did not beat KD out this year. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm not a hater, so I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like you had a great year, but KD got the guys to the playoffs. So, hey, y'all was in the same type of boat. He missed Kyrie a lot of the year. You missed Anthony Davis a lot of the year, and he got his team over the hump. And he was in a tougher division, if you ask me. So that means Kevin has definitely solidified himself as the number one player. And I and I love LeBron for his accomplishment, but KD is he's more youthful and he's able to get it done being the only player doing something, being the, the key guy. Um, number two, I got LeBron. Uh, I know people might have somebody else in front of LeBron, but I ain't I ain't that stupid to um, understand greatness. And LeBron's still on motherfuckers' heads. So, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got to see the guy. Um, Giannis, Giannis could be in front of LeBron. I know people going to say that, but I'm, I'm going to go strictly off numbers this year and accomplishments. And Giannis has not touched LeBron yet in either one of those categories because LeBron still was dominant. He averaged almost 30, like, what, eight, 8 and 8. Whatever he averages, that's, he, he bumped the scoring up this year. So, like, I don't know. Like, you really can't say anything about LeBron. Giannis only got one championship. So, yeah. It seemed like it's funny how the whole league loved LeBron and then the media and the stupid writers that's writing about these players, like, try to flip it on people. Like, people are so, like, they're just followers. Like, <laughs> now everybody's a Giannis fan, but everybody that used to be LeBron's fan is now a Giannis fan. So it's kind of dumb. It's like whatever they feed y'all, y'all listen to. But I'm here to give you a real opinion of stuff and give y'all a jog y'all memory of how great these players once was, the ones that's been here. So you can't just discredit what they've done and and how they carrying it the low even still to this still to this day. So like I said, K KD LeBron one and two. You got Giannis three. Um, my fourth my fourth guy will be. I got Luca. I think you know some people might consider Luca a guard, but the size and and I know people gonna be like, oh, he's he got the guys to the um, playoffs, uh, blah blah blah. 
And I never, no one never seen players like Luka, but you got to think about this. The team that he plays for, literally, there was a player just like him before. Like, literally, if you think about it, Dirk Nowinski is what Luka was. Like, like if it was no, if it it would be no Luka if it was a, it wasn't a Dirk. And I think Dirk, if you look at Dirk, post up game was was different. It's different. It was one of the best you ever seen. So like, I'm not talking about like going to the. I'm just talking about like his his mid range post up game. Like it was it was it was deadly. It was it was different. So yeah, Luca. I'm not I'm not as high. I'm high on him, but I'm not like OD high like y'all. It's a lot of people are. I mean, just like the media want. You know how they wanna. Um, you know how they do this, man. They they want they gotta find them a star player. So that's they star. And that's the media star. That's the people who pay all the money. That's they star. That's the one they, they they want to be highlighted the most and, you know, want to take over the league. But it's never gonna happen like they think, you know. He might get one. Um, but it's too many players that's gonna be better than him. He's already like it's people on his head right now already, like Luca's not the most athletic. He, he's a he's a great shooter, passer, you know. He got great skill. So, but it's always going to be somebody better than him. So, it, it, it don't give me – he got to work hard for that, man. Trust and believe. Like, he, he not he not my, he not going to never be the top player in the league. He might win an MVP if he gets championship, but he's not going to be a top – not with the guys coming. It's a lot of other guys that's just more better. That's athletic-wise, shooting-wise. They got a complete package over him to me. And I know people is high on Luka, but I'm – I'm a realist. I'm I I predict the real shit coming on and happening. So that's what's that's what it is. Um the fifth guy I would have to say um Jason Tatum. This is a guy to me, like, if he Jason Tatum is better than Luca. Like he's gonna be have a better career than Luca to me. Cause if he in the in a, he's in the right he might he's in a good um organization. Um uh, if they give him the right pieces, you know how to Paul Pierce forever to win a championship, but the way the Boston Celtics are set up, they will figure it out in his tenure. If they keep Jason Tatum there, they're going to figure out how to get him a championship. That's just how the league going to go. He's a good enough player. He's the most – he, he even though I got him on the forward list, he resembles Kobe, like, the 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 every game type spirit. Like, he he, he ready every game. He's prepared every game. Um so I'm I'm high on Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum could bump up over like Giannis if he gets the right teammates. You know what I'm saying? Like he get in a situation like Devin Booker or something. Like he he can he can he can go up more. He's he not reached his ceiling. He's he's almost there, but he he go in his, he 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 get he gets something in his back every year. So I'm very high on Jason Tatum. Um, yeah. Number six, I got DeMar DeRozan. Um, he wouldn't have made my guards list. He didn't make my guard list, so I put him on a fourth list because he is a top NBA. He's a professional scorer. He's a top NBA player. But I don't like the way that they fell off this year at the end. And that's always been DeMar DeRozan's like, um, downfall is the fact that he does a complete season. And, you know, there's always somebody that outshines him at the end. So I really feel like... <clears throat> I really feel like, yeah, he, you know, he's nice. He's nice. Maybe if he went to the Lakers, he'll be higher. He might have a better year. I know Chicago still make the playoffs. I think so. It is what it is, man. Demar, I hope you um have success in the playoff in your playoff run. 
Um, not super super fan of yours, but you know I, I respect what I respect what you do as a scorer and a professional player. And yeah, that's pretty much it. At seven, I got Paul George. He's made it back in time for the playoffs. He played the last week and a half and stuff. And I think I think that's that's a good look for the Clippers. Um, I was very high when he was younger, but he's been injured the last like four years, maybe longer than that. I forgot when that um when he broke his leg. And uh, um, when he was in the Olympics, and I don't think he's been right since. He's been a great player, but I don't think he's been injury wise. Everything he get dinged, he get dinged up every year. So yeah, I just think he got to hopefully he stays healthy and Kawhi comes back and he's ready to go. And the guys can give you a good show. Um, they they're professionals. Um, at eight, I got Bam Abayo. At a bio, um, I, I I was I'm not really high on Miami, even though they got a, a, their top one or two season um, Eastern Conference. I just don't like the way Jimmy Butler and the rest of the guys are going, and just you know when you get to the playoff time, you want every all the kinks worked out. And I'm not saying they ain't worked out, but like they haven't had a little turmoil. I don't like. I'm not that high on. Miami's bench, like everybody is. Like, I'm not just, like, these guys are streaky shooters. They're not that great defensively. They're not, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a certain type of player that Miami wants. And I'm not, like, they're not the best athletes to me. Like, they just, they they could be beat. So, like, their best, their best athlete is Bam and, and um, Jimmy. And Jimmy didn't make my list on either guard or forward this year. Not saying he, he, he going to, like, I'm mentioning him now. But I just think he he works hard to get what he is. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of guys that's just more skillful than him, like young guys too. So, you know, he he, he get mentioned like 15, 16. Like I'm, I'm not going to – I'm not – I'm a realist. Like I look at it like what it is, like potential and everything, like the whole package. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely on BAMS 8. At 9 – <clears throat> I got who's nine. I put I got Miles Bridges at nine. Um, I think him and Lamelo are going to be the one. If they like, I think they offered him like eighty million before the season start. But I think if they bump it up to like one thirty, one forty, they could keep Miles Bridges there, and and Lamelo and him. Are going to be the leaders. I think they're they have that leadership quality about them. Like they gonna have the guys ready every game, and they actually seem like they give a fuck about basketball while having fun. So I just think that's a good good one too for the future. Um, I know they got the um they got a couple young guys that they drafted with super high athletic super high ceilings that people haven't even seen, and I think they building some nice they building some nice over there. Hopefully the young guys that they drafted the last year and a half, the, to, the last year and year before, actually pan out, and then they have a like a real solid foundation going into this off season and draft again well this year, and I think they're gonna do something. I just I'm very high on the Hornets. Um, I just think they're gonna do something with it. Yeah, Miles is nine, ten. I got Jalen Brown. Uh, this is a making or breaking year for Jalen Brown. Him being in my top ten out of fours is like you made the playoffs again this year. But you're you have let's see what you do. Let's see if you can get them to, if he could get to the Eastern Conference finals, 
this year with him and Jason Tatum being healthy, I'll I'll keep him in my top ten. Like I think he deserved to be in my top ten for real. Like, but this is just based off his resume so far. Him being in a, being an all star, not a superstar, all star. He hasn't really breached the superstar ability that superstar status that Jason Tatum has, but he is all star. So I give him that respect. And he's young, so we gonna see what he do with it. Like he come out twenty twenty four game. 13, 14 rebounds in the playoffs, then you could be considered top 10. Like, you you at, you at that level. But if you come out, give me 18, uh, 7, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, and, and y'all lose, like, that means you haven't stepped, turned it up, and you haven't got came into your own, and you haven't turned the page. So I need to see some great shit coming from Jalen Brown in this playoffs. Um, at 11, 11, I got... Pascal Siakam. Um, Siakam won a championship already. Um, he's he, he elevate he like I said he can take Jalen Brown's spot just him his from his resume, and he was a key piece of them winning the championship with Kawhi when he was over there at Toronto. And I like like I I, I, feel, I don't think I meant I meant to mention um, Fred Van Fleet out of my guard, but he's been injured a lot and. Not like I'm, I'm high on Fred, but he he just been he been injured a lot. He been injured a lot. I forgot to mention him because he was a guy that got hurt this year. So, um, yeah, but him them two guys are just you know veterans. They won, <laughs> they champions. So how can you deny them that right? Then they are they already proven themselves, and I gotta give them guys they respect for sure. Um, at twelve, Julius Randle, he's had another started up career, started up season. Um. He didn't. He took a step back this year, but he still had a you know pretty much a st- statistically he's done it. He's been on par, but he hasn't you know performed far as winning. But yeah, he's he's twelve. <clears throat> At thirteen, I got Zach Levine. Um, he to me Zach easily could have been in my top like seven or eight players. I think it probably was in the beginning of the year for sure. But he fell off a lot, just consistency-wise, them winning. I know Lonzo, Lonzo's one of my favorite players, and he definitely the glue guy for Chicago. But I think um, he he didn't do well without him. He needed a guy to get him the ball in the right place, and I don't think he was – they wasn't consistent down the stretch to me. They won a lot of games they should have – they lost a lot of games they should have won. And, you know, he got to be a little bit more consistent. He went to the um, Olympics this past year. And I think he could have turned the page of being, like, elevated to, like, a top five status in guard or forward position. You know, that wing guy. He could have been in the top ten amongst those. You know, he he, he, he hasn't. He's not, he, he, he hasn't performed well enough to me. That's, that's my opinion. And I might be a little bit harder of a crit- critic on him than others, but he got to step up because he's, he, his ability, like, to score and get to the hoop and shoot, it seemed like he'd be consistent, but they don't win. So something something not happening with him and his teammates. So I don't know. He got to get it together, though. <clears throat> and 14, I got, like, Ben Simmons. I'm naming them down the list, but, you know, this, this could be different for any guy. Ben Simmons has not played all year. I, I really, like, when I created this list, I was like, well, if he plays in the playoffs, he can be considered the top four. Because I do think Ben Simmons is ultra-talented. 
I think he's got superstar potential. I don't care if he can't shoot threes or free throws. Shaq couldn't shoot threes or free throws, and look what Shaq is. And I'm not calling him Shaq because Ben Simmons is definitely not built, made like Shaq, like mentally, like not even close. Shaq wasn't no, Shaq wasn't on that bitch ass shit at all. And Ben Simmons is mentally like he got really, he's mentally weak. And I'm not calling him out to make fun of him because everybody had their issues, but he, it's he's getting 200 million. He's, crying like he's not not getting paid like i'm not even talking about the money wise he's crying like like he like he has so much more control than he giving himself you know what i'm saying like he, he got out of the situation he was in and he's been hurt the whole year or not i don't even know how he got hurt he, nobody knows information about how he got hurt he's sitting out the whole year he did this he didn't even play his whole rookie year he literally set out two full seasons just because he felt like it. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the players that's coming into the league. And they're getting $200 million contracts. And that's just how I know just being able to get talked about is what makes your money. And then that's why I'm just saying media's big. So they still talking about him. So he could get paid that much money because they still making money off this man. So I guess he don't got to play and suit up because in the bigger picture of it, shit, the bill's still getting paid over there in Brooklyn and New York. They talking about him still. So... You know how that go, man. I, I just feel like he need to go ahead and step on the court and stop playing and 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 now you know the the baby is over. He's been in the league what five, six years now. He need to you know get with the program and we need to see something in the playoffs because it's playoff time. So we need to suit the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it for my forwards. Um, honorable people I didn't really talk about and mention. Um, Clay Thompson had a forty-one point game the other day. I look like he back to f- rare form, and they're gonna be dangerous again. So, Clay's back. Um, I got Kawhi. He's supposed to be coming back. So, them guys are definitely honorable mentions for. They could easily be in the top five, or five to seven. You know, easily if they come perform in the playoffs. But we gonna have to wait and see. Them guys are both injured, and you know they gotta withstand the whole grueling task of being in the whole play being in the playoffs the whole time. Seven game series. Um going moving on to the centers. My centers. At number one, the number one center in the league right now would be um, I would have to say definitely Joel. I know people might say Yoke is, but I'm definitely gonna go with Joel. So yeah, definitely Joel and B is definitely the number one center. Um, I feel like he's executed. He's been healthy. This is the most complete season he's put together since he's been um in the league. And I think he finished strong down the stretch. And I know other people might have um other people as number one, but he's definitely my number one guy this year. I feel like he's been the most dominant. And I think he could um lead this team to a championship this year if he plays to his full potential and he and the guys on the team um play at their full capacity. I think the Sixers definitely have a def- a big chance of winning it all. Uh, and they definitely challenge the Nets and stuff like that. So definitely Joel. I'm, I'm a big Joel fan. My number two guy will be Nikola Jokic. Um, I feel like he's had a solid season. Um, he won the MVP last year, and but I just think 
if I had to compare him to Joel, I think Joel's more athletic. I think he's more versatile. I think he's more, he's he's more powerful. He's more quicker, and I I just think Joel has gotten over the hump with just his his health, uh, what he had issues with in the beginning of his career. So um, I'm if I had to pick, I'm gonna pick Joel over um, Jokic. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, my number three center will be Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I feel like he's had a great year. He's been an all-star the last few years. Um, I think he's turned the page of just from being this all-star to a superstar. And I think just him being in Minnesota, is, you know, it's like the um, like the desert of basketball over there. So it's very rare that teams have been able to win consistently. But he's gotten them to the point where they're making the playoffs and they've been making playoff runs the last few years or having the chance to at least get in there. And I think he's 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 got he's he's at that level and he's he's top three definitely. So yeah, that's pretty much it on that. Um Anthony Davis is my number four center. I know people might have him as a four, but I don't think he um I don't think he made my top four list this year. I just couldn't put him over a lot of guys because he didn't play a lot. And he probably could make the center list and he's still a pretty talented player, but him being injured, he's he's on the verge of being dropped to redu- reduce to, like, this star player because he only had one complete season. That was the season that he got hurt, recovered, and he was in a bubble, and he was able to finish the season out at the top of his game. So I don't know what it is with him. He might need to change his diet. He need to figure out why he keep getting um his body keeps breaking down on him. He need to change something up this offseason. Something needs to change, so he needs to be able to stay healthy. Cause these last, since he's been in the league, he has not been able to stay healthy and finish the year or finish, you know, just being able to finish strong on a regular. This is a regular season, like a regular regular season, and I need to see more out of him. Cause if I'm me being a Lakers fan at heart, not just like business wise, but me like me telling y'all like I think. Everybody is on the chopping block. The only person who is safe that I want to come back next year is LeBron. Everybody else is a movable piece, including Anthony Davis, to me, because he cannot stay healthy. And if I had to pick what team I would want him to be, like, what players, like, I don't I don't know how the Lakers, I, maybe a top three or four draft pick, top four draft pick and a solid star player from a team. Um, like I, I could see like I would like the Lakers to trade like we get the top pick from the Sacramento Kings, the first and second round, and and De'Aaron Fox for Anthony Davis. I could see I would want to see that because I think that will help LeBron, like add a, a score, a dynamic player, a star, and then he could get another big man in the in the draft and build you know get a couple more free agent pieces or you know they got Malik Monk something like that. They need to be more explosive. I don't like the way the Lakers are constructed. I don't like that Anthony Davis is not a, a leader. He's a, he's, a, he's a star player, but he's not a leader. And I don't see that out of him. And I think we need that being able if you – if you know, like I know, like being the Lakers, you, winning is what's mandatory. So I don't know if he has that, that drive to be like, I want to be a champion every year. Like, he don't give me them type of vibes from him. So, yeah, he got to step up. He on the verge of being out my top five overall on – Four and center, so he need to step it up. I respect that he won the championship, but it's it's young young players on his head. Like 
that's really behind him that can that can oversee him, supersede him in the near future. My number five guy is DeAndre Ayton. Um, I'm very high on DeAndre Ayton. I think like like I said, like you look at the list, he can take if he win the championship, he could take Anthony Davis spot easily. He's been consistent the last two well, three years, if you ask me. Last three years, he's gotten better over the years. And like if he win a championship, he's at the superstar level to me. His defensive presence has been consistent throughout his whole NBA career. His rebounding has been consistent. Like he he can average twelve to um fifteen rebounds in the game. So I like that out of um DeAndre Ayton. I think his offense he could be more dominant, but then again he got a a, a bona fide scorer and a and a point guard on his team. I don't think he needed, and he got a lot of guys that come off the bench that could give you twenty points in twenty minutes, like you know, or twenty points in fifteen minutes. Like they got that type of firepower on their bench, and they got great shooting. They got like tough guys like Crowder on their team. Like it's it's a solid team, and Aiton is is the anchor of that whole team. So I'm big on him. Um, at number six, I got Rudy Gobert. I know a few years ago he was a top three because of his defensive prowess. He's still up there in high level defensively. But you know, you know, there's other guys that have surpassed him offensively and like by the same part defensively with him. So he's he's my number six. Some guys, some people probably still have him top five, but it's like I just named my few that I like, and I got Anthony Davis in the center one. So he's not in my top five. So some people might automatically have him in their top five, but not mine. He's still a high level player though. I respect Ruby Gobert. Um, especially him being a defensive prowess and, and he high high rebound guy. He's, he can give you twenty in any given night. Twenty rebounds in any given night. Um my number seven guy is Jerry Allen. I think Jerry Allen has ascended to a type of level of ability he's playing at. I think he's ascended this year. Him being able to pick that Cleveland Cavaliers team like leadership wise and purpose on and off the court, showing professionalism. I think he's brought that to that team. Him added with Kevin Love, I think they got a nice little, like, veteran type of, like, you know, just having that that strong core of their team. And they got a young and they got a young guy that's really professional. Uh, he's also on this list, but he's not, you know, he's not up there yet. But he's 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 ascending too very quickly. He's, he's only a um he's only a rookie, so we're gonna get to his when we get to him. Um. That's my number seven guy. At number eight, I got um the uh, Sabonis, Demontis Sabonis. Um, there's that in the league. So, but I just think he's his his um scoring ability is what makes him be on this list. He can score at any part of the floor. Uh, he might be a little bit of a liability, but he's still seven foot almost. Like pretty sure he's seven foot, and. He's he's a big man, and and like I said, his scoring ability is always a value. He he does a pretty good job of rebounding, you know. So, but yeah, he's he's been on bad teams the last since he's been the lead. Really, he's been on not good great teams. So he gave me like I remember when Kevin Love was in Minnesota. This is what Sabonis reminds me of what he's going through in this in his first like eight years or whatever he's been in the league. Whatever y'all don't think it's been eight years, but you know it's getting up there. He's been in the league a while now, so hopefully he gets either he gets to a good team because he did get traded this year. Uh, hopefully he gets to a team that gets to him in winning, like a, a winning program, winning um a winning organization. So, you no, know, he's he's still in my top ten just because his abilities. 
Um, at number nine, I got Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley could easily be, within the next two years, he could easily be a top four center for sure. Like his um upside is is like it's very very high. Um, he's a professional. He carries himself as a as a professional already. Especially because it takes a lot for you to be ready to play defense every game. And I feel like he does that. He's ready to get rebounds every game. He's tough. He plays through injuries. Um, Like, he just, you know, he's a good young player. Like, and he's my rookie of the year. Well, I'm going to get to my list after I talk about who's the top players from this year. But he's definitely my rookie of the year. Because defense matters. And that's why they're in the playoffs. So, I think people need to understand he's he's been a big part of that. And he's definitely got all the skill sets and tools to be a, a good, a great, a great offensive player from his position. He can shoot the three as well. Corner three is already a um, thing he can do like consistently, probably closer to like 35 to 40% already in, in that corner. And that's, and I think he, he got it. He got the, um he got the complete package to be a, um, a superstar player from his position. Um, my number 10 guy, my number 10 center on my list, um, I put my number 10 guy will be Steven Adams. Again, this is a professional. This guy is tough defensively. And look at the Memphis team. They have elevated, and he's, like, literally the oldest guy on that team. So that tells you from a leadership standpoint, him being the starting center, he's carrying that role very well. And he's always been a very high-energy guy, um, very positive person in and on and off the court um and you know he bring a toughness to that team he's great he, he he's an underrated passer from the post and from the you know from the block and he's great at like blocking shots rebounding and he give you some hot games when he's on hot when he's on he'll give you a, a, a 18 to 22 point game with 15 16 rebounds when he's when you know when he's just very when he's in his zone and i think he gets in these zones in big games as well so playoff time coming I got Steven Adams in my top 10. He's, he's a professional. He's been around KD. He's been around Westbrook. All these guys he learned, he came in around the same. You know, he's been on these teams, so he understands winning as well. He's been good and bad with OKC. So, you know, now he's at, you know, now he's in Memphis. But you get what I'm trying to say. Like, he's a very high-level guy. <clears throat> and my number 11 guy, I would have to say it'll be Chris Porzingis. Okay, I don't want to mess up his name, but I, I know how to pronounce his last name. Przingis. Um, I he the reason why he's not in my top ten is because he's inconsistent. Because he is, he does have the ability to um dominate, you know, be a high level player, you know. But he's does not his his play of basketball does not translate to elevating a team and winning. Like, I don't know. He he doesn't give me that. He doesn't elevate the team all the way. He, he been in the places he's been, he has not proven himself to be the, the go-to guy. Um, So that's why he's bounced around the last few few, few years. And we're just going to have to wait to see on that. Next year, if he could come back and be stronger. But I'm not a high, I'm not high on him. Um, At 12, I got... But he he's very high skill. Like I mean, he's um very skilled. But like I said, younger guys that's coming and they 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 could easily be better than him. The next guy I'm very high on. Um, I think this year he's been more consistent. He had to step up more. It's Jaron Jackson from the Memphis from Memphis. 
Um, I know he could be a power forward, but I, I like him at the, the center for. I like him playing center for the Memphis because that means he could switch one like from two to five. He doesn't have to switch point guard. He can He might have to, but you get what I'm trying to say. He can switch and guard two through five easily because he got great feet. He can shoot the three, and I just want him to be more confident. I want him to really like take over games more. I want him to find that role or or start the games off hot. And be physical and use his athleticism and be more aggressive in the scoring. Cause he, like I said, I think his defensive prowess is very high, and he's still young. He still can go in that role because he also got a nice offensive game as well. But he got to be more aggressive. He gave me like his body type gave me like a bigger version of KD. He got very long arms. They about the same height, and I think he he could score. He just gotta he gotta believe in himself, or you know, coach gotta. Give him the rock more, make him be a more of a, a go-to guy. Like, but they got a lot of, they got a ton of guys that can follow these roles. They're young, they they very they very athletic, they very like like it's Brooks. You got a lot of guys, Bane. There's so many guys on Memphis on job. You got a lot of guys on Memphis and Jackson. Like these guys are studs. So Memphis coming. Like Memphis might really upset a lot of. Like it's gonna be. They definitely gonna win their first round of the playoffs. But they Phoenix got to be ready, man. Phoenix and, and they up there. They they very high level team. Like it's gonna be a great playoffs. Um, it's gonna be great in the playoffs this year, for sure. But Jackson, I'm very high on him. Very very high on him. My next guy, he's had a, a stellar year. The Celtics are a top top three team in the um Eastern Conference, and Robert Williams deserves to be on this list this year. He's been very consistent and the low key. The um low key, I'm sorry, I didn't mention Marcus Smart as guards. He's a top 15 guard in the league, maybe top 12. I didn't put him in. I lost track of you know how many players are actually on Celtics that are good. He's up there too. I didn't mention. I meant to mention him, but I definitely wrote him. Down. I didn't mention him, but he's up there. And he might be in. He might be in my top 10, but I know how everybody's gonna be. Like, nah, he's not really top 10. You know, he's 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 a very he's like a Draymond Green of guard. Like he give you that. He he'll give you. 12 assists one game with four points and and then you know 12 assists 12 rebounds four points like he 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 felt the stat like he gave you a double double without scoring 10 points so that's Marcus Smart and um I, I respect his game and he always high energy on defense active hands um yeah my bad for not mentioning Marcus Smart my bad and like I said Robert Williams them guys all they, they tough they tough basketball players. Hopefully Jason Tatum getting guys in a, like the ducks in a row and really like go out for a push and run. Nobody's really looking at them as coming out of the East. So we're gonna see what um they do as well. Um Celtics. <clears throat> I'll talk more about who I'm picking in the in the in my next episode as far as like the teams. I mean the um overall playoff picture. Like all eight teams when they finish playing in the play in game. Um after Robert Williams of 14, I got Zubak from the Lake, the, I mean, the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I like Zubak. I think the Lakers should have never traded him. We had lost so many young players. I think he could have been somebody that stayed. I think LeBron clicked with him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like the Lakers wasn't looking for chemistry, really, when they was picking players. They was looking for a name and, like, flash and, like, what sells tickets. And, you know, they wanted that that. 
Because we, I feel like we could have done a better job putting this team together. Like, I know we wanted the guys that with big names to look like that's what they were, or some kind of name or flash with it, but it didn't work out. And I think we got to do a better job next year, and it'll, it'll, it'll work out eventually. That's pretty much it for my top players in the league and like my, my rundown with who I think and who and what. And so I'm just going to give you real quick before I start talking about the TV shows and the uh, rundown what I watch as far as Power Book, Force, and and Halo, the series. Um, I watched All-American, a new episode list today. So I'm going to give you all my like re- quick reviews on those few of my... It's not going to be more shows, but a few more shows and stuff like that. So let me go quickly right into... My coach of the year is... <clears throat> Money Williams from the um, Phoenix Suns. I think he's been the top coach in the league for the last 10 years. If you was to ask me, I'm not talking about record-wise. I'm just talking about X's and O's, building teams. He built New Orleans. He's built Phoenix. Uh, he's done a great job But both of them players. Now, both of them teams are made the playoffs push. And when he's not even coaching one of those teams. And, and most people's... If you know, like, I just don't like some of these people at, um, like, in the front office are just retarded. They not never, a lot of these people have never played no sports. They're just rich people who hired another of their rich friend's son or, or cousin or whatever it may be. They got finagled their way into the system, and they think they're smart, and they go off, like, numbers, but they don't really watch the game. Or they see, like, their best friend's son play for Wisconsin, and they give him a chance in the NBA. Whatever they be doing up the top. That's what I don't really like up there, and it's a lot of players that don't get that get overlooked. So we gonna this platform gonna be used to like point out to the bullshit that people be putting the um algorithm and the bull crap that you know you know the fake news, <laughs> fake news out here. So it's gonna be good, man. I'm gonna give y'all the real like what it is, what it ain't, and it's, hopefully I could go. When it's time for the uh, NBA draft and um, all that stuff come, we're going to give y'all a rundown of new guys coming in as well. So it's going to be dope. But Money Williams is definitely my coach of the year. He's been excellent for a long time. And, yeah, my MVP this year is Joel Embiid. I kind of gave y'all the reason why he's been. This is the most consistent he's been. This Like, he, he missed games, but he hasn't missed too many games in a row. So I give him props on that. I know he, he had um the, the meniscus, like, the cartilage, a lot of his stuff was going out his knee right before he started his career. And he had to work his way to get used to that. I just truly believe that Joel Embiid is probably top three player. If I was to start a team, he will be there. Yeah, so I'm just happy he got over all those <clears throat> injury issues. And I think he's going to have at least seven more good, great years. And... It's gonna be fun to watch him in the in the league. Um, my sixth man of the year, um, I think Jordan Clarkson can win every year. I feel like every year, like since the last three, he won the last two years, I believe. But I just think his consistency of just scoring off the bench is 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 at an eclipse. He does. He's like, um. I remember, like, when Lou Williams was doing this, like, averaging 22, 20, 21 points a game per year coming off the bench. I think he's at that level where he's at his groove, and he can't get out that groove. And I think he's just a professional scorer. Like, he really does this at a high clip, high level with the best in the world. And I just think he's going every year. Um, Younger guy that could be in the running that people are seeing is a favorite is, like, Cam Johnson or – 
with the other with the point guard on um, Paige. He I think he got one more year to prove himself or, you know, be most approved, whatever it may be, because he, he was considered a high pick and then he went to like, you know, the Phoenix to rebuild his career. But I think he's he's done a good job of re um it's been a couple guys on Phoenix that could win for um Bane could win. These guys, or Bane's not coming. He's coming. He's not coming off the bench. But all these guys are just glue guys, peace guys that um are high level scorers, nice on defense. You know, on the second team, they they they're the number one go to guys, and I think they they've been doing a good job. But if I had to pick, I'll pick Clarkson again. But the favorites is like Johnson, Cam Johnson is going to be the winner this year. But we're going to see what happens. I hope Clarkson still gets the respect he deserves. So yeah. Um, with rookie of the year, I already told y'all it's Evan Mobley. I like I said, he's high level, high level guy. He's he could be a superstar in the making. I think he's rookie of the year for sure, hands down. Um, he's been the most he's been the most consistent throughout the year. He's elevated Cleveland to playoff playoff into the playoffs, at least getting a chance to get to the playoffs and play a seven game series because they're in the playing game tonight, but. He's done a great job. He's done a fantastic job. Um, most improved, Darius Garland. Like I said, them guys, nobody thought Cleveland would make the playoffs, and I think these guys proved everybody wrong, and they and they did a good job of, bringing, put, of being consistent all year. And they're at this point where tonight they have a chance to really upset Brooklyn. And I think they, they t if I'm if I could say I'm one of those people that believed in Cleveland, I really feel like I've been on that little bandwagon since the beginning of the year. And I think they're gonna they're gonna be there. They're gonna they're gonna have, they got a they got a puncher's chance. So I'm excited to watch the game tonight. So it's gonna be pretty dope. Um, that's pretty much it for NBA. Um, I'm gonna go into like right like I'm gonna talk about the shows that I've been watching. Like y'all go check out for yourselves if you're interested in stuff like that. So I'm just gonna run it down. The first one I want to talk about is um Sunday I watched Power Book Force. I really liked it. I like, I like the um, the episode that they just had. I thought it was. I didn't like that it was so mm, wishy washy with the trusts, trust issues with everybody. Like, but I guess this is the first season of this this new power, so they gotta kind of break the mold or break the what side I'm on, whose side I'm not on, who got who can I trust. You know, it's like who, who, who's, who's, and who's not, and like the next, the last episode is this Sunday, and I, I'm excited to see how it ends. So I, I know for a fact one of the main characters is probably gonna die, so I don't know how it's gonna go. <laughs> I kind of, I got, I kind of got like a, um, if I had to, um, if I had to give you a prediction of who might who I think is gonna get got I think it's gonna be the um the brother the guy the own um, I can't remember their names it's the first season I can't remember my name the brother who got out of jail his brother like who took over for him and but he's been snaking his brother the whole time his brother found out he was snaking him the last episode that was one of the main things that I was happy that happened the big brother finally figured out his little brother is it's gonna it's trying to do him in and take over the business for himself because he's so greedy, he's not patient, he wants to limelight, he wants to be the boss, but he doesn't really have no set morals of, of you know, just the game inside the game type, type whatever running their business, he's trying to cut 
his brother who started the business out. So it doesn't really make make sense. But it, it's making sense, but it don't make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to be the boss. That's the sense that it makes. But he's trying to snake his own brother to get to the spot that he want to be in. But it's, which is, you know, I, I be looking at it. I always try to check that subliminal stuff because I don't think that's cool. So, you know, that's not cool. I just don't, I ain't rocking with it. But, you know, it's got to be a villain in every um, TV show. And they chose the little brother and whatnot. But, um... For, for that, that's it for, for power. And and then the Flynn's, they cut, they finally got on the same page as their father, which his father did. He wanted Tommy gone and all this and that. So they, he figured out a play, killed the son's girlfriend, set that up, blamed it on Tommy. Tommy went to go see the Serbs and all that. And the, 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 the Tommy was already in business with the daughter. And when she seen, cause the father told the daughter that, Tommy wasn't to be trusted, and then she went to go check the on the check the um serves out. Be like, hey, what's going on? You know, run up on him. She, you know, he she found out Tommy already had done. Tommy was already meeting with them to go get the big boss, the Flynn, the dad, X him out because, you know, he got a lot of issues with Tommy and from the big jump, and and then you know how that goes. It's pretty good. The Power Book Force. Episode was good. I'd suggest you check it out. I hate telling the whole thing, so I kind of went rambling about it, but it was good. It was pretty good. It was a lot of layers in it. Um, it wasn't boring at all, so I, I enjoyed it, but it was a little far-fetched. Like I said, there's a lot of snake stuff going on, cutting people out and turning on people in that episode, but it was still pretty entertaining. Um, For... The next show, Halo, Halo. I'm on. A, it's the third episode. Runs every Friday, but I watch Halo, and I really enjoy it. Okay, this episode was really interesting because I know for a fact, like Halo is like, it's like kind of like what they're talking about is normal in that. It's like experiment in now and today. So I want people to kind of watch the Halo series. Like it's experimental now. But it really trying to make it to be like this and like these super fighters, super soldiers and all this. You you got to watch Marvel to see like all that Winter Soldier shit. They really be testing on people, giving them like. But it talks about artificial intelligence and having people in your brain trying to give you messages and how they want to control people. It's not like a, I won't say it's good or bad. If you sign up for it, then it's, it's a good thing. If you don't sign up for it, they just testing on you. They're not really telling you, being honest, like. That's kind of how they doing it in the show. They tell they doing stuff to him because he's fully invested. He was in the beginning. He already know what he is. He's a he's a he's a war soldier. Like he's like he's here to take out whatever um whatever kind of attack that can happen on on. It's talking about planets now. Halo Halo is like it's like the star. It's like a Star Trek type of vibe with the Halo series because it's like different planets. They talk about all. You know the science fiction stuff, and I'm interested, but I'm not. I can't say like all this stuff is true because I'm not a, a scientist. So, but I'm interested, and I and I, and it's been so much information, whether it's through a, a movie or a show or through like just people just making up their own theories and conspiracy theories, whatever y'all want to call them. Because I, if it's if it's more than one person saying it, then you kind of kind of gotta get. But it's like. Some stuff is far-fetched and then like, come on, what you see is what you see. So people, I want to get to the point. I want to, I'm highlighting Halo because I just think it's funny because in these shows, it's like they get caught up in like believing in a system, right? 
but you don't have the true. They always trying to um, make you be like something that you're not or something that they, they know what you're supposed to be. And then they try to change who you are just for their benefit. And I just hate I don't. I don't like that they're promoting it because that's really like subliminally what they want. If you get what I'm trying to say, but that's a good show to watch. It's very entertaining. Like you know, it's it's about you know fighting bad guys and people from different realms. Like it's 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 very interesting. It's like it's very interesting. It's very very interesting. They got good. They got a they got good actors. Um, I can't remember the black dude. The black dude. I'm he played in one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Um. Um, dead presidents. Um, the black guy. I can't remember his name. He's been around for a while. I hate that I didn't check his name before I started talking about this show, but he's in it, and I know I know it's gonna be consistently good because he don't really play him bullshit. You barely see him in stuff now, but he he picks good. He pick and choose what people should watch, and I know people of color will watch this because him is he's in it. Cause Halo is like a game. It's like a video game. I don't know if everybody from the culture would be interested. And Halo because they that ain't really our you know you know how I go like but check it out definitely check it out interesting it comes on Paramount I think but I never watch nothing um I always watch my stuff on a different it's free to get this stuff so Halo find it figure it out how you want to watch it but Halo's out watch it it's good I want to talk about artificial intelligence now in real life because people always talk about it. And I think they are doing that, so I want people to like pay attention to like agreeing on stuff and like all that. It's coming. It's it's like it ain't here now, but y'all just gotta pay attention, man. It's, it's I just want to throw that out there because I know as much as they really talk about it, that shit is really what they want to do. They want to control your mental. They want to they want to portray you slander whatever they want to do to control you. They're gonna do it. So y'all just gotta be on the lookout and watch out and pay attention for all that stuff like that. Um, and I, and that's why I tell y'all to watch these good shows that I like to watch and I'm interested in or whatever. The other show I talked about, Power Up Halo, um, I watched The All-American. I didn't like the last two episodes, though. I just like, it's so, run, it's, they running it, they not telling, they telling you what they, 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 they literally talked about the same thing the last three episodes. They haven't gave me answers to what I want to figure out. What I'm, what are they trying to say? So they keep building it up, building it up. It's like three episodes that they built this one thing that they're talking about up. And I'm talking about it's been like literally like two days and three episodes. I don't like that. It's just like they need to speed it up a little bit. And um, it's not, it was a little dramatic the last episode. It's been dramatic the last few episodes actually. And I don't like, I like drama, but it's like not good drama. It's like lame. It's like, Let's get on, get on with the um the episode or the the, the issue and figure out the salute. Like I don't want it to keep dragging on. It ain't that deep. So hopefully next episode we have some answers to what they trying to figure out. I want to tell y'all just go check it out. It's real, it's a pretty good show if you want to be you know want to watch it with your girlfriend or your or your teenage kids. You want to sit back as a family and chill and watch it. It's pretty good. They talk about some real stuff. Um, we'll give you the example like the the episode before they the the, the mom came. And they had broke. This is what I liked it about. This is why I like the show because they always give these little nuggets. Okay, the mom had an issue with the sister for a long time because she put her career on hold for a, a while because her sister needed help. I can't remember exactly what kind of help she, but she had to help her sister. And her mom had to drop out of school. She's the big sister of the family, and she had like animosity toward her sister, and she treated her daughter like 
she got to learn responsibility. She got to, like, she didn't want her daughter to be babied or have to depend. And, like, she kind of, like, made sure her daughter wasn't. But her daughter ended up having a baby early and before she even went to college. And, you know, it kind of messed up. The mom was, like, in, like, a karma-type thing because she was treating her sister weird and her, or and her daughter because of what they did to her. But she had to, they brought, they broke the, um... They finally got able to talk about it, and they're rebuilding their their relationship. I think that was a good example of in the show of what mothers should be doing with their daughters because it's a lot of issues with mother and daughters because, like so many times, I look it looked like people want to be somebody else, and they're not trying to be themselves and be an example to their child, their their daughter, or, or even their son, like whatever it may be. Whether it's the dad being an example to the son. I just give that. It was also an example of the son quitting the baseball. It was a, it's a good show. And like those, those are teaching moments. I think those are moments like in, in TV shows where people could take it in their own life and like adjust and talk about it with their family and kids and whatever it may be. So definitely check, definitely check on All America. I'm a big fan of that show because of those purposes, like kind of like give you life, real life scenarios. So I've, I've talked about that before, a few episodes before, but yeah, definitely that show. Check it out. Um, I ain't gonna go run on or on and on, but I'm I'm talking about Top Boy. It's a Netflix series. Um, I just finished like the first what two or three seasons. The the last season. I'm I'm on the last season now because I I know people been on it like long time ago. Netflix, cause Netflix been around, but I just really watched it recently. Like. I just finished watching this, all the first three episodes, and I just thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Um, it was very, like, it's different because it's not American, so it's like, they from, they from I think it was based out of London. It looked like it was London or whatever, but it's just real cool, real, like, 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 teenagers being mixed in with adult street shit. Like, it kind of gave you an example of that, like, how even, like, the one like at the end, like the son, the, the I won't say the son, but the um the main characters had the main character had two brothers, and one of the main not the big main it's like two main characters a younger it's a younger person and then it's an older person. Okay, the older person had to come back from I think he was he was living in Jamaica in the in the first season or whatever or second season. I'm just start from there. And he had to come back to London and link up back up with his crew. He wanted to get some, you know, get back in the game, I guess, because he had to leave for some hard read in the first season. I can't. It's been a while since I watched the first season, but he had a lot of shit going on with his little group in London or whatnot in the first season. And then they kind of brought in a new batch of characters in the second one with the younger boy, which is like a main character. He got a whole family to take care of his brothers because his parents passed away, and it's like really good because at the end. What ended up happening, he was so caught up in, like, trying to be the guy, like, he messed up without paying attention to his son. How he had, how he had it set up, how he was watching his brothers, he had, like, cameras and, like, there was no way he would know. He would see it right away. He always had people around to go defend his brothers because he was in deep into the streets already. Well, he was becoming the boss of his group or trying to take control of his whole block and little city area he's in. So, it's real good. He ended up getting snitched on because I, I, I'm not telling you the fourth season, so you got to watch it. He ended up getting snitched on the third season. He he was facing 20 years, and the dude was like, the other, the older main character was like, you was trying to get me, but I like, I like how you move. I like how you operate. 
I like the way that you were organized and blah, blah, blah. He was just telling him, gave him a run, I came and visited him. So it's, I'm at that point, like I watched the last episode and of the third season, and I just, I'm, I'm hyped about watching the um, the fourth season because it's, it's probably going to be pretty good. But it's, it's, it's very detailed. It's very, like, layers to this, so... It's like it's like it's really good. I, I enjoy Top Boy. It was, it was good. Um, that's pretty much. I think that's. Pretty, I got some like I'm next next. That's pretty much it for us. Like sports, TV shows. I want to give you a quick right now, but um, I I kind of hype. Like my next episode is going to be about um. It's like stuff that has went on. That's like newsworthy. Like not so much like. Like, like, you know, there's like hot topics. It's going to be a lot of hot topics or like my opinion on this or that. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. It's going to be more, it's going to be a more deep episode. It's not going to be about sports or it's not going to be about TV shows. It's going to be about stuff that I'm really seeing in the real world or, or just stuff I want to talk about. Like, like, so I'm kind of like, <laughs> I kind of want to like, no, open up to y'all a little bit more. Like, like, just tell y'all how I feel about this or that or that or this. And maybe I'll throw a little bit of funny stuff in there, in there, in there. But and then give y'all a quick playoff preview rundown from tomorrow. What I expect after I might do it in the evening tomorrow, just so I could watch the whole playing both playing games tonight and Wednesday. And after the playing games, I drop it tomorrow evening. And then, like, you know, give y'all a preview of the whole full picture of the eight teams on both conferences, what I think, what I expect. But mostly it's going to be about my opinion on a few things. And this going to be, this, this going to be, it's going to be fun, man. It's a lot of stuff going on as far as entertainment. Um, um, so, yeah, I want to talk about the Wayne Haskins, rest in peace to him. Like, I'm big, I'm big in sports and football and basketball, whatever it may, what y'all want to call it. So, I'll... I, I I feel bad about him ha- what happened, but I, if I'm gonna give y'all my opinion on some shit that y'all might might go over y'all head because y'all don't really think like I do, and I'm from Florida, so I kind of know what be it's kind of it's kind of twisted out here. So people gotta really pay attention, and we're gonna talk about it more. So yeah, that's it, man. I appreciate y'all, and y'all just keep it's gonna keep going, keep getting bigger, and it's gonna be a platform for any everybody. So we're just gonna keep growing. Um, Dynasty the podcast and I said appreciate y'all love